2: Happy Monday, everyone. This is Brian, filling in for producer Grants for the Lori and Julia show. Heading into the last hour. We got some Sex Monday coming up. Holly with the dirt alert and the Razzies of Hollywood.
0: The Razzies. The Razzies, which you know what I gotta say, uh, the Razzies, they've been doing them for a long time. Yes, they have. And they usually are very much on the money. And when I look at this list, I think, boy, bad day to be Bruce Willis and get nominated for a Razzie. Amy Adams, a double nominee. You know, Mark Wahlberg, Ben Platt, but the, the the Razzie I do not agree with is Ben Affleck getting worse supporting actor for Last Duel. He's up against Nick Cannon in The Misfits, Mel Gibson, Dangerous, the guy in Diana, the musical, and Jared Leto in House of Gucci. Oh, I love it. So but you saw... The Last Duel, first of all, Jodie Comer, who stars in the Absolutely. that I do not understand why Ridley Scott, he should have put out House of Gucci in September. Yep. And he should have put out The Last Duel in November. And the Oscar campaign should have been around The Last Duel versus the versus The, the yeah. House of Many Accents, The House of Gucci, which is just a, a popcorn movie at best.
1: And yeah, at, The at Last
0: best. Duel is really, really good. And Ben Affleck... Is absolutely terrific in it because he he's this obnoxious, narcissistic, philandering royalty that takes it to a whole other level. He makes he chews up the scenery when he's you in like, it. Him that much. Well, he is one of the best deliveries of a of a line in that, and um, he you know he can relate to that part too. So he acted the hell out of it. You know, I mean, it was a bad goatee. I, I I won't. Besides,
3: what he looked like with the funny hair and everything. Hair. So you really but thought the? I, I want to watch this. You would like it. I and know it, I would. I started it, but I just needed time
0: from a uh, the woman's point of view, and yeah. it's a true story. And so I really disagree. And, and Bruce Willis, he made eight movies this year in 2021. Wow, eight he needs bad the money. movies. Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie, and then they named every Bruce Willis. Here's some of the (laughs) the titles. That's why when you said that movie Uncharted, titles give it all away sometimes. Okay. American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress. He was in Midnight in the Switchgrass with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, Did anyone watch that? No. Even Machine Gun Kelly said don't watch it. Okay?
2: big stinker then
0: yeah out of so they they named all of those so that means the oscar nominations are tomorrow but jodie i just really wish that ridley scott i think he was passionate about doing the house of gucci yeah. it needed a better screenplay you know a better story everybody had a different kind of a italian accent even people in the same family right. adam driver is in both the last duel and house of gucci and he had the worst accent in The House of Gucci, oh, I know. but he he and he plays a very somehow handsome bad man in the yes, last he duel. He's he's really good. So I just kind of wish I was managing Ridley Scott for just a half you a have second. So many I,
3: wishful jobs, yeah, I know. It would be so and busy. I don't want
0: any of them. It's no, just, I know. You know you don't. It's just wishful. I'm thinking. just talking. Just talking. Just talking. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. Leslie, um, Leslie Jordan. And um, and who else is the other person? Um, Tracy Ellis Ross are doing the yep. nominations. Yep, it's going to be the same, same blah 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 blah. The same the, people. That we've horrible seen.
3: guy with the gun on Netflix, whatever that movie is that keeps the day oh, with the, the, the power dog. of the
0: dog. Yep. But your mom said once you get through the middle of that movie, it all comes together and it is really powerful. All right, it's just seriously depressing. Right, you know Ugh. a lot of these movies are seriously depressing, and the. Yeah. I don't know, so we'll find out. Um, I I uh, I had to give you this little bit of news because I guess I didn't realize. So we heard about this movie that there's going to be Anna Nicole Biosmith. Smith, yes. Anna Nicole Smith biopic called uh-huh. Hurricane or Hurricana. like Hurricane Anna. They probably yes. talked through that. And Holly yes. Hunter is playing the ther- uh, the therapist who accidentally plays a part. In Anna Nicole's
3: life at the end of her life, she she tries to save
0: her life, but then by accident helped spell her doom. This is the movie. Oh,
3: interesting. Oh, so Betty Gilpin.
0: So, this is a story that we don't know, right? And um, Betty Gilpin is not going to play her. That was misreporting, or she backed out of it. We know her from Nurse Jackie and Glow. Those are probably your two Mm -hmm. best-known roles. But the director of this movie is a director that's done quite a few the Killing Eve, Francesca Gregorini. She is the daughter of Ringo Starr and Barbara Bach. Stop. And she's going to direct this Hurricane Anna. Really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So it's, uh, and you know, they can take a page from Pam, Pam, Pam and Tommy, and they can get an actress that is small busted because the... The, 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 the penis and breast prosthetics on Pam and Tommy. They work. Are really something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I was thinking Lily James is so. Teeny. Yeah, but she's so free. Like there's yeah, so much nudity in there. No, this, I know. But it would be free not to be showing your real boobs. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So that movie does sound kind of good. And both. Uh, and Holly- Anna and Pamela were both. At the top of their game at the same time. Yeah, they were at the were. same time point in the nineties.
3: Oh, that whole thing with Anna Nicole Smith.
0: Oh, we loved her oh. reality show, and then the reality show at the end got yes. painful.
3: Yes, it was painful.
0: You know, because I probably she, wasn't was on, she
3: was around. She was on a lot of drugs. And how then old she got are hanging.
0: you? How old are you? I'm twenty four. Oh well, then yeah. What year were you born? Ninety seven. Yeah. Well, nope. this was you were around. You would have been barely four.
2: Four. four. Okay. Yeah, right. you would not have been <laughs> watching
0: anything on E. No. Your channel would have been another one. Barely. I was
2: watching SpongeBob. So
0: Yeah, exactly. SpongeBob SquarePants. Now, the most unlikely person in Hollywood is taking Hollywood people to task for pushing NFTs because celebrities right and left are getting paid to push NFTs, otherwise known as non-fungible tokens, and it is the club... Uh, you know, of just shamelessly plugging NFTs, and Brie Larson is the latest one. We had Gwyneth Paltrow's embarrassing chill a couple weeks ago. Uh, Paris Hilton has been shamelessly NFTing. Justin Bieber did a giant waste of money and, with a gorilla. Yeah, really bad. Now Brie joined it, okay. the NFTs, and she was uh, she tweeted about a new one. It was a picture of a lady with some flowers growing out of her head. Um, and um the Internet was not very thrilled to see her doing it. But this is the one that and then America Ferrara and Eva Longoria were promoting flower girls. Anyway, here's Ben McKenzie. You know, who that is. Yes, yes, because his wife is starting in a new show on NBC. Right. But Ben McKenzie from the O.C. Oh, yeah. And, OK, here's what he said. I love this. I'm just a teen. I'm just a former teen idol standing here alone. Asking people to consider downside risks and the possibility of fraud. I hope I'm wrong, but pretty sure we'll find out soon enough. Good luck, folks. Don't take financial advice from celebs, including me. Making <laughs> a page from Funny. the Nodding yeah, yeah. And he's become a very outspoken NFT skeptic. He's written, he did a piece for Slate. And what he is really talking about I mean, he's a six-time Teen Choice Award nominee. He has a B.A. in economics and foreign affairs. No, I don't know if he really does, but
3: he I like that you added is, that. I was would have believed you. I thought you should keep going with well, that. Well, he is
0: working on a book about cryptocurrency with a focus on corruption and fraud and celebrity sponsorships of said things. And I guess, yes, he does have a B.A. in economics and foreign affairs. That is true. Okay. I yeah. like, I yeah. like knowing that about him. This is not what I would have predicted for the man who won Marissa's heart and his white, you know... No, but then
3: he got on that other white show. Mu-
0: muscle tank, and yeah, <laughs> he was on another show, but he's really... Uh, I'm just a former teen idol standing here alone asking... I mean, That's that cute. is... Notting Hill. Just, just a girl
3: standing in front of a boy asking her to love him. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, people are really not believing mm-hmm. these sort of sad... You know, like they're dressing like... I don't know. I'm with Ben McKenzie on this.
3: I have, like, put that in a category that I don't want to know anything about.
0: Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. You do. There's no need. Mm -mm.
3: I can't see it. A lot of people, it just doesn't float my boat as... As they said in the olden days. It's the olden days, yeah. <laughs> Cut that's, to the chase. That's new for Brian. He's Cut just to the heard chase that. <laughs> And floating. <laughs> <our> Brian, <boats. laughs> <laughs> have you heard the float? The no, boat? she hasn't.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. There was or, a thing uh, about all
3: horn. of these sayings <laughs> yeah. that have
0: gone out of style. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> we've been saying them for too long. I mean, it's like not saying dink, calling somebody a dink. We're I love still in seventh grade. I mean, I don't know if anyone uses that, but it's a good word. the Words come back in. You know, dink, snatch, there's a lot of good words oh, out there. Oh my
3: word. All right, look at the time. It is time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back.
0: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt, Holly. dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Lori. Holly, we wish it was I don't know. We're just having it's a weird Monday today. Is it a Monday of Mondays? It is it a is. Monday of Mondays. It's a Monday that we just wish had just taken a little bit longer to get here. <laughs>
1: Well, look, it is 5.19 on a Monday. We're almost, uh, we're towards the finish line here, but we do have some gossip to get to this afternoon. I do. Tell us. Uh, Well, let's talk about Alec Baldwin. He's back at work. He's over in the UK shooting scenes for an air disaster thriller called 97 Minutes. Oh, he, see, he needs to make money. I know he does, Laurie. For those kids. He's He's going to be like Bruce Willis.
0: He's going to try and make eight movies this Mm -hmm. year.
1: Uh, Well, right. So this is a low-budget B movie. Uh, Looking at the IMDb page for 97 minutes, you wouldn't recognize anybody, but good old Alec Baldwin is in the UK. We know this because he claimed that his chauffeur's car was stolen when he landed in the country to film his scene for this movie.
3: Oh, my gosh. He shared this over
1: the weekend. You know, and I tried to do a little digging on this movie because it was like you know, like you guys said, oh Alec Baldwin, man, he's probably needs some money right now. This is a low budget movie because not going too inside baseball, there are some tax structures on that movie Russ said he was producing. Right, you know that had he's on that, the hook. He, yeah, he is. He's on the hook. And uh, Variety and the Hollywood Reporter have done some deep investigating into how these movies are financed. Essentially, there's some tax loopholes that were involved with in the movie Rust that if you're putting up a, a certain amount of money for these movies you can write it off on your taxes. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a mm-hmm. lot of interesting things. I have a lot of questions about okay. this movie. That's But this is happening over in the UK so it could be something completely different. Anyways... He's back at work. Michael Jackson is going to be the subject of a new biopic from the producers of the Queen biopic Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Okay. It's so, smaller. Smaller. are we ready? Well, yeah,
0: I think we're ready based right. on the critical review they if they they can do the early part of Right. You know like bo Bohem- the, they don't have to do your whole life. Right. So they stop right when it gets terrible. <laughs> Terribly awkward.
1: Well, you might have a point, Lori, because this movie is being produced in cooperation with the estate of Michael Jackson. Yeah.
0: So. You'll be young Michael Jackson up until. Weird Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah, so it will be... That's a lot of career. Yeah, it is. It, it's a ton of career. So we don't know what this movie is going to be about, per se. You know, how mm-hmm. they're going to tackle the life of Michael Jackson. But it is being produced by Graham King, who is behind Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. So whether you like that movie or Loved. you didn't like that movie... love that movie. Because I didn't like it at all. Oh, I didn't, even, didn't? I didn't even finish it. Really? I, Why? I, you didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody? I did not like that movie at all. I thought it did a disservice to the story of Freddie Mercury. I thought oh. it was a marketing tool to get Queen's music into commercials. Yeah. So well, a lot of these things <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, right. Okay. Right. But it was just like there was, I, I felt like there was a richness to Freddie Mercury's life that was not uh, portrayed on yeah. screen. Yeah. I guess
0: we were so bedazzled by um, the that. actor. Yeah. What's his name? Who played for? Oh, yeah, Rami Malik. Rami Malik. He was
1: incredible. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing with biopics you can you can look look at them th- for different things. Right. You know, the Live Aid performance at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody, the recreation of the that concert. Was really,
0: that I guess it, that ended on such a that note was just like so movie.
1: Right. Yeah. So Michael Jackson's life was recently turned into a Broadway show.
0: We took it all.
1: And that takes place as Michael Jackson, you know, to your point, Julia, focusing on a very specific point in Michael Jackson's right. life as he prepared for the 1992 Dangerous World Tour. Mm. So we don't know what's going to happen there, but it's happening. But we do know exclusively this afternoon, Lori and Julia, that Pete Davidson is called Kim Kardashian, his girlfriend for the first time. Oh, wow.
0: my gosh. <laughs>
1: Right as Kanye wiped off the Instagram
0: and everything. Oh, jeez. <laughs> exactly. So
1: Pete Davidson
0: and well, Kim I would say would well, they've dated now for mm-hmm. a few more than three months? May, after three months, then yes, I think you can call each other if that's what you want. Like absolutely three
1: yeah they were first linked in october mm-hmm. when they were photographed holding hands at not scary farm on a roller coaster and pete davidson is you know saying yes it is my girlfriend uh he said you know he was talking doing an interview saying that he doesn't really have instagram or twitter or any of that stuff so you know being like hey i I don't air my personal life on social media. Uh, So he said most of my daily life is getting into cars and showing up to a set or I'm just off, off working. I just either hang out with my friends or chill with my girlfriend inside so I don't do much. So he didn't, you know, actually say Kim Kardashian is my girlfriend. But, you know, you got to drum up the good publicity because it's been officially announced that the Kardashians are going to be on Hulu April 14th. We saw that.
0: We watched that trailer and uh, all I could think with the glass shattering is are they Going to just show us some business stuff now in this iteration of the Kardashians. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how it can be any different than the one that was on E.
1: You know, I don't <laughs> think it's really going to be different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's just a new, it's a new network, a new name, mm-hmm. a new iteration, same old, same old. Yeah, I don't
0: know that people will actively. I think people have more interest in like streaming old Kardashians than like if they're going to go and stream something will they go on a look maybe they will i don't know well i guess the
1: numbers will tell the story yeah, exactly. And Hulu has spent a pretty penny getting the Kardashians on their streaming service. But you're right. I mean, how. So it will be really interesting to see if they change the narrative structure to the Kardashians, if they're focusing on different things, because goodness knows in the tabloids, the narratives have stayed the same.
0: Yeah, it's business, is how I took that trailer. They all were like trying to be glossy and sleek and like they've broken the glass. But you don't get any. Kylie is pregnant and right. Kendall is posing. Well, they're all posing in a sheath gown. And, you know, it, it told you absolutely nothing. And then, you know, there they all are with Chris, the mastermind right in the middle, right where she should be.
1: Now, will either of you actually watch no. an episode of this? No. I will try it. Yeah, maybe we'll try on, it. Just we have in, a Hulu a couple yeah. We'll <laughs> check yeah. it out. We've got a commercial for you. We're Hulu all account. about Pam
0: and Tommy right now and Dope Sick. Those are the two shows oh. on Hulu. That was so good.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard nothing but fabulous no, things
0: about Dope sales That was
1: great. Oh my Gameful goodness. but great. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is getting into the streaming service world as she had already had a, a series on Facebook Watch. And I don't. Gosh, I don't even remember the name of it I don't know. Because again, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, it was uh, Facebook Watch. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be co-starring in the National Treasure series on Disney Plus. Is that what it's come to for her? <laughs> But
3: that's a good it. series Easy. national treasure was one of our favorite movies with Nicolas cage when it first came out i we downloaded that to watch on a plane Many many, many years ago. over no, there no i'm dead serious yeah. my boys we love that movie i know it those was
2: were cool. awesome movies
1: i was a cool movie when it first came out but this is okay well so all right let's try to convince Lori mm-hmm. that this is good for Catherine zeta jones okay. well first of all yeah what else is she doing
0: That's what my point is. Like, Hollywood is cruel. She, has she
3: needs to produce her own stuff if she, she wants jobs.
0: She needs to produce her own. Yeah, stuff she just needs to get, to get, get behind jobs.
3: her own stuff yeah. if she wants some other things. She's got a husband in the business. Mm-hmm. She
0: could just say husband. And let's face it, she's got an elderly husband. She does, and she's el- she's she lies. She's taken ten years off her age, <laughs> but she's a good fifteen years I younger. Knew, I knew it was going to come. Fifty-one, my ass. Catherine Zeta-Jones, go back and look how long she's been around. No, no, she's not fifty-one. Well, it says 52 in the Daily okay. Mail. Yeah. I love you, She's 62. <laughs> Again, heel traps around no. here. Oh. No, but I mean, maybe she doesn't want to leave her, you know, Michael Douglas. I wouldn't want to. I'm just saying... I don't know what I'm saying. i, I don't either. I'm seen many things. I'm slamming her, though. You know, but okay, I don't.
3: I'm not. I'm saying good for her. <laughs> yeah.
0: Disney Plus does a good job with movies.
3: This is oh.
1: fun. Before we leave, she is playing a character named Billy, a billionaire black market antiques oh, expert love it. and a treasure hunter who makes her own rules. Love it. Love She's going to be fantastic. Okay, there we
3: go. We'll consult the magic eight ball and get back to you. That's going to work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Holly.
2: Now since it's Monday, you know we got to talk about it.
1: Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy over All right, ask yourself
0: if you're single, are you too popular on your dating apps? Ask yourself honestly Are because you? that could be a problem. Because you know what? Well, what does that even mean? Being well, too popular? A new? Well, meaning that you you've got you know Tuya, you, you're very good looking, oh, and stop. no, I'm just saying this is somebody, I'm not on them. Okay, but somebody that's very good looking has a lot of choices. Oh, one hundred
3: percent. Sure.
0: If uh, so, this new study found that if you're perceived as being like oh that guy or that Woman is going to be very popular. There's a higher chance that, that people want to avoid even connecting with you, guy, because you're just too. Be- I can't, right? Yeah, right? Too much, too much or comp, people might think in that age for me. range, you're too good looking, you're going to have too many other guys. Julia, this could be a thing that we've not realized. in all of the dating thing is the popularity of the perception that someone else has. About you. Other people. About other people. it's uh, The study is going to be published in this current edition of this journal called Marketing Science. You would love it.
3: But I really don't think that people would. I think everyone's just willing. Because really all you're doing is say like, not like initially, like.
0: Yeah, they just this assumption is popular. People have more options, and so it's mm-hmm. less like they're they're going to respond to me. So I'm not even gonna. I'm not even going to put my toe in the water and swipe. That is right.
2: But right. I feel like you still got to shoot your shot.
0: Yes, of course. But uh, you know, uh, fear of rejection is very much connected to the amount of mental and emotional energy that people have to invest. In going online dating, and it's very costly to approach someone you're likely to fail to attract. Of course, people who are already attractive or have more self confidence they don't even worry about this as much as others do. But it is a very real factor in a two sided matching market that you need to take into consideration. Right. So maybe, cons- you know, I don't know if I've helped you or confused you, but you know which where you fall on the line. Do you have that confidence? Do you do you swipe up so what are you supposed to do if this is your line? Well, is I Is there mean, any solution the, the, to it or just the, what they did is uh there isn't any a solution, but just okay. just the fact that uh you know think of it as strategic shading, if you will. Nice. Sometimes uh that. this is where the user has an uncertainty other whether the other person they're matched with is actually interested in a conversation Or date, because the post-match rejection where people don't respond is the thing. A self-deselection process is already occurring. So it's just like, why even put any effort into it? Right. I'm not going to get anything back. So people, you know, do with that good marketing research what you will, okay? (laughs) Okay. Now, speaking of that... Uh, A new survey, uh, not published in this, but in another thing, what are um, uh, the most attractive things? What do people really want the most in a partner if you're single and looking? And nearly half of people say at the top of their list is humor and intelligence, even though we know at the top of the list is attraction. But this comes right after. I think they're almost
3: right synonymous. After.
0: I think it's almost like straight line. That's right. Looks good, funny, and, and smart. That's right. And the third one, coming in a close second, financial security, depending on what your age range Absolutely. is. Obviously, in your Absolutely. 20s, you're not expecting anyone to have financial doesn't security. Doesn't come up. It doesn't even come up. It's doesn't not even an come issue. Up. But then at a certain point, then it is like... Uh,
2: you got to figure it out. you got
0: to figure it out. you got to figure it out. And um, <clears throat> people don't care anymore about the woman earning more, um, or whoever is the breadwinner. Yep. And also, um, people are more comfortable bringing up finances than they ever have been before. Mm-hmm. And they say it in their profiles. Oh, they do. And all of that. Uh, but they like bringing it up. They don't want someone else bringing it up to them. So, of course, like that. And just how long it takes people about five months comfortable to talk about money because you know, you shouldn't be calling yourself a couple until you've dated three months. That's the date. Well, companies don't make official hires until you've gone through your 90 day <laughs> review. Okay. Because the real personality comes out after 90 days, you're on your best behavior. The first 30 days for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. 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 Sixty, But then the real you starts creeping out. So yeah, just uh, the three-month mark. And um, talking about money, though, is easier for people than saying, I love you. Most people took an average of nine months to say those three little words. Because, of course, when people say it too early, we worry about the love bombers. We worry about the, you know, why is there such an intensity right now? It can... Whenever you tell one of your friends that somebody said, I love you early into dating, like, you know, like the first couple of weeks, most of your friends will go, whoa, 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 That's whoa. It's a little early. It's a little early. A couple of weeks,
2: oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah, it's a little
0: early. Uh, now this one, this, there's a dating site for older women looking for younger men called olderwomendating.com. And, um... Thirty-four percent of dudes in their early twenties, uh, prefer to date women who are five to ten years older than them, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I
3: already All know, right. but I I want you I'm to tell at you, us. Brian.
0: Yeah, she is. Um, if you're in your early twenties and you date a woman five or ten years older, she's not going to be like a. She's probably not going to be pressuring you about where's this relationship going or um maybe she's already been married and she's not even going to feel like that uh I don't know it's right. there's a, it's easier your friends might give you crap I know cuz I was 36 and dated a 22 year old and got massive amounts of crap from all of his friends but we had so much fun together Right We had so much fun. I didn't want anything from him except going on motorcycles and screwing and going yeah. to bars. That's it? So and his friends like thought the,
3: his friends thought that you were such a bad influencer. They just couldn't. They yeah. were bothered by it so bad that they told you he was dead. Dead.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is. Yeah. Such, this is just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He
2: was dead.
0: Yeah. Oh no, he died <laughs> in, in the Sturgis. security line oh. at Oh my word! They totally no. no we saw him oh. in the security oh. line. With, that was so funny, Lori. So cute. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he liked me because I didn't want anything from him. I didn't him. want anything from him except like, you know, just seeing every him every I a while, wanted right. to see him. Well, I mean, it was a couple times a week, you know, but um, that's why. So that's, yeah. But olderwomendating.com I don't know if that's here in the U.S. or whatever. But, um, okay, here's another one. Uh, <laughs> if you live in Las Vegas or you're going to Las Vegas okay. and you've always wanted to have be in the Mile High Club. there is a new company flying out of McCarran International Airport it is called Love Cloud. And is then, it all large bathrooms, Julia? No, Oh, my no. gosh! No, no one wants to screw in <laughs> no, a No, I know, bathroom. but that's where the
3: Mile Club would always happen. Yes,
0: this is that's where okay. the Love Cloud. It costs uh, forty-five minutes for nine hundred and ninety-five dollars, so you can have sex. I mean, you don't oh, have to have sex on just the plane
3: to get into the club, just so you can say that's you'll pay right. Almost a thousand dollars.
0: That's right. This guy is Andy Johnson. He's the pilot, and he founded the Love Club uh, Cloud. And there's two. Two planes, two Cessna four fourteen magic carpet planes, and um, it's got a, it's got a twin mattress on the floor and several pillows all ensconced and satin. Is this a private jet? Yeah, it's a, it's only a Cessna, so it's oh not that gosh. big. Oh so my gosh, you have to you have public to sex. This. A curtain is all that separates the passengers from the pilot who wears noise-canceling headphones and stays in the cockpit. Stop. And the plane and the bedding are clean. Kind after of an each... interesting
3: entrepreneurial thing, but his friends probably said, what? After yeah. each trip, and
0: there's a romantic dinner flight um, also where the mattress is replaced with the table chairs and a small bar. If you're trying not to, you don't have to do that. They mostly book couples, but they've... Um, yeah, I guess their most memorable client showed up, a couple dressed up as a pilot and a flight attendant to reenact. That's mm. hysterical. I know, right? hmm
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, But you can get married for $1,200 on board. If you want.
3: That's the, the new chapel in the sky.
0: There there it is. They,
3: look at Always Out of Las Vegas, uh-huh. thinking about something new. And you'll
0: get a commemorative membership card signed by the pilot. Hey, interesting. And it is the Mile High Club. Flight and it will cost you nine and ninety five dollar. Go to lovecloud.com And it's a forty
3: five minute flight.
0: Yes, so you get. Okay, do you, you like go to like Hoover
3: Dam or oh, some other no. or looking? Or You're not looking out the window, right. Julia. You're looking into somebody's
0: eyes. Or not, you know. It's hysterical. I know I that you would be to know hysterical. about that. Thank you. All right, listen. We come back. <laughs> I don't know what we have, but we got something. Take it easy on your fans, Adele, and get those concerts rescheduled. People are having heart attacks. (laughs) Unbelievable! For real, for real is right. And Rihanna is like uh, really setting the pregnancy bar uh, on fire uh, on fire with her fashion. It's posted. She's in stirrup pants. Those are back, Julia, and this crisscross applesauce top. And her belly is just hanging over these beautiful stirrup pants with all these chains. And I love the, the fashions. Like when we were pregnant, you Let would never expose hang your, out. your
3: this, tummy. Yes. you I kind of love it. I distinctly remember you wearing a smock top. A smock. Oh, we of a top. them, Laurie. We didn't... I, there was nothing that would touch
0: she if things would skim the top of our tummy. I mean, she's setting a whole new trend for pregnancy right now. I'm sure we both took a picture of this that we posted and sent it to Brittany and demanded yes. that she dress like this. On I Friday. the first
3: <laughs> outfit that Rihanna came out with, I demanded she wear it for the tennis party, and now this is just wear to work on Friday. I love right. it. We keep sending these to her. Okay, so Pamela Anderson takes part in Peta's Vegan Make Vegans Make Better Lovers campaign. Mm-hmm. So up in Times Square, Steve is there right now. Uh, maybe he's seen the Valentine's Day—it's a uh, campaign. It's a thirty-five hundred square foot billboard in Times Square saying "Vegans make better lovers." And she's uh, her messages. I believe that having a big heart is the sexiest thing in the world. Um, and she's in front of an image in front of a Valentine's gift gift for animal lovers, and it's ten boxes of chocolates that you can get at PETA's website. Yeah her thing and it's black and white and all the money goes to PETA. Now
0: she would have an amazing biopic, just her love life alone. Yes, without Tommy Lee. Yeah, we can we can skip that because yes. we've got the Pam and Tommy and, yes. you know, I mean, just wow. She has quite a story. Yes, she... Overall, I think she really does have an incredible story. Yeah. And she's always been, you know, PETA PETA, that's she's That's consistent. been her, that's she has more been. More consistent, well, then, you know, having a lot of husbands. Right. Does she go like like they don't last long. None of these marriages. No,
3: that is not her thing.
0: No. Um, so on the Olympics tonight, what are people gonna watch? Uh probably some figure skating. I think the men's figure skating. I mean, you have to stay offline because it's all no, happened. I, know it. I mean, it's all if you don't wanna know what happens, but I don't know. I just D V R it and then See what I just, happens. I just speed forward. I watch crashes. I like to watch skiing. Oh, you're any- terrible. That was a terrible well, no, crash. No, it was, but I like watching skiing. And, yeah, you know- I too. I've been watching the snowboarding. The snowboarding is fun. The ice yeah. skating is fun. I don't know. I skip some of the other, you know, stuff.
2: I'm just more into the ice hockey
0: yeah, the hockey—that's so, what you'll watch. So, and we're not mm-hmm. even there yet because it's but like the women are playing right now. Yeah,
2: women are playing. Oh, right they now. are. Okay. But the men don't play until the ninth, so in a couple days. Yeah,
0: so. and are the is USA
3: doing well? We're having oh, for a slow women's? start. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the women's hockey is doing okay, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they. Uh, I think in the first round they played uh, ROC. You know. Yeah, the Russians.
0: Talk about that. Russia, you're not allowed to compete as a country, but you can make up a whole new name and have all your Russian (laughs) athletes (laughs) compete. I mean, the IOC is about uh, they are crooked, crooked. IOC. The IOC, the International Olympic Committee that says to this country, you can't compete. But if you come up with another name, all your state sponsored people can compete. I mean, what the hell?
2: What Pretty silly. Yeah.
3: What the hell, Lord? All right, so I watched, finally, I found that documentary called Torn on Disney Plus. And it's a it's this um, kid, Max Lowe, was 11 when he lost his dad, Alex, who was a legendary mountain climber. Mm-hmm. After an avalanche buried him and his cameraman in the Tibetan Himalayas in 1999, well, Alex Lowe was from Bozeman, Montana.
0: Okay. So
3: he had three boys. That when he died, okay? So what happened is his climbing partner was, there were three of them hiking up to ski down the south side of this um, mountain in Tibet. And um, an avalanche came and killed Alex and the cameraman, but this other guy lived. And then this other guy ends up three months later starting a relationship with the widow and becomes the father to the three children. Oh my gosh. So... It's, I mean, you, you see Bridget Bull, you see everything about Bozeman. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Bozeman in it and stuff. And my sister taught the youngest son, you know, and it's kind of was interesting. Cause what channel is this Plus. It's Disney+. Plus. Disney Remember, Plus? I okay. tried to watch it twice last week, but I could never find it. Okay. Um, it's called Torn. I had some tears in my eyes. It's just, um, it's really about, it's not about Everest, Laurie, but it's about climbing and extreme things. And, you know, he used to make backpacks. This Alex Lowe before he died, he was making his money, and then he got, you know, well known for climbing mm-hmm. rocks and ice and mm-hmm. things, and, and um, North Face sponsored him, and then he would do all these kind of really radical
0: type of climbs Did they climbs ever and find stuff. their bodies, or did they not did. find their bodies? They
3: did. find them in 2016.
0: All those years later. All those years but later. they just leave them. There's no way to... But it wasn't down. Everest, but it was a different place. But it's you know, still, yeah. it's high enough, they're like, you're yep. not, we can't find you.
3: 16 years later, the whole family travels there. To this remote area and they hike up and bring the bodies down and the bodies aren't all the way decomposed because it, it was so,
0: so cold. cold right
3: and so I had some tears wow. Wow. So I had good. some tears yeah mm-hmm. it's called torn and big brother celebrity condition or addition is still continuing someone
0: let us know the reason why Lamar Odom pooped the bed is if we watched succession which we did but we forgot about this as soon as we learned it pooping the bed is the side effect of drugs can be a side effect of certain drugs mm-hmm. Okay, you're so drugged so out, gross. you don't know what that you're doing. So, yeah. gross. so Lamar, I'm just saying... You know, so he's back on the drugs again? I mean, maybe. Somebody just pointed that out to us. Oh, yeah. In the interest of entertainment reporting, we can't keep track of everything. And we Lori, forgot Lori, that we, we learned We that. really can't.
2: Yeah, he did He did claim he was, you know, f- drug-free when yeah. he was doing his introduction. So, yeah, so but.
0: trying to say that he had bubble gut from milk, people are not buying. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Lamar, good old Lamar, Lamar. And, and your bachelor's back on tonight, Laura.
0: You know Dudley what? Duray, Dudley Dudley Duray, and Shanae, the evilest bachelorette, bachelor uh, contestant we've had in a while. Yeah, I know. You know, she's really quite awful.
3: I don't like. I'm. I'm not even giving you the half a second. Oh, you're not. I'm, nope. I'm I don't. Not. No desire. No, um, no. Well, I'm
0: sure Casey and I. I mean, last yesterday, I wa- we watched four. All of us are dead. And I gave myself some good old scary dreams last night. Oh. Every time I... And it's the Korean zombie thing zombie, that's number one on Netflix yeah, right now. In high school, every time I got up to pee and I drank a big glass of lemonade last night for some crazy reason. So I got up and peed <laughs> like three flipping times. And every time I was so glad because I was like, whoa, that was a seriously strange dream. Zombie oh. related. I mean, not that I was getting eaten by a zombie, but... Just enough that it would disturb you. Yep. I don't think I had good REM last night. Right,
3: you got know what it. I'm got it. So no more four episodes of that show. Oh my gosh. Well
1: thanks Brian for helping us out. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.